We made it. We made it. What did we make? We made the last Sunday of 2014. Why don't you begin to thank the Lord? Begin to thank the Lord. Begin to thank the Lord. The Lord that has kept you this far, he will continue. Come on, thank him, thank him, thank him. Thank him. We made it, Lord. We made it, Lord. We made it, Lord. Father, you will give us many, many more Sundays to celebrate. Oh, yes, Sundays in 2015, 2016, 2017. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Lord, we magnify your holy name. We're celebrating your name this afternoon. We're celebrating your goodness, Father. As we come to the end of another year, thank you for all the great things that you have done. Hallelujah. We are overcomers. We are overcomers. Oh, yes, we have the victory. We have the breakthrough. We have everything that God has given us. Is somebody happy in the house this afternoon? Is somebody happy? I said, is somebody happy? Is somebody happy? God is good. 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 We declare it. We say, let all London know that my God is good and his mercies endure forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Please take your seats. Hallelujah. Good to see you all. Praise the living God. Amen. Wow. Good afternoon, everybody. I said good afternoon, everybody, not somebody. Thank you. Are you well? Are you good? You enjoy Christmas? Everybody got the presents they wanted? I didn't. I didn't. I wanted a nice Mercedes Benz. But I got a shirt instead. Noel has promised me, where is he gone? He promised me a Bentley next year. He promised me a nice Bentley next year. Bentley. Bentley. Not, not tes- Tesco model. The real one. The real one. The man is now panicking. <laughs> Have faith, brother. Have faith, brother. You're a man of faith. Hallelujah. Well, it's good to be in the house this afternoon, celebrating the last Sunday of 2014. Wow, how time flies. Wasn't it 2013 yesterday? Time flies. Where does time go? Where does it go? Amen. That's why I have a good message for you this afternoon. Before we proceed, I want to greet everybody that needs greeting. Downstairs, people watching on the internet, people that will be watching on the internet in 2015, people that will be watching by faith, sometimes in 2016, and everybody else, we greet you all in the name of Jesus. I'm so happy to be here this, this afternoon. Amen. I thank you for the privilege that's been given to me to share the last Sunday with you. Amen. It's a glorious day. And I'm full of faith full of expectations. I know that 2015 has great things in store for us. Amen. 2014, it's been good. Yeah, it's been good. Amen. Compared to 2013, it's been good. You know, my first three months of 2013 was hospital. 
hospital visits. Amen. Trying to determine whether I had cancer or not. All that rubbish. But thank God, I'm here. Made it. Another year. I'm a young man. Oh, yeah. I'm a young, fine man with no pimples. <laughs> Don't worry, that one is no pimple. That one is in the days of our rebellion. That's a cigarette burn. It's a cigarette burn. That's no pimple. Amen. I've forgiven the guy that burnt me. I forgave him when I became a believer because it's a permanent mark. Amen. Praise God. Okay. This, this afternoon, I want to talk about what am I talking about? Let me open. Give me a few minutes. Give me a few seconds. Okay. Prepare for more. Is my message this afternoon. Prepare for more. We have an amazing God, isn't it? You know, don't, 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 don't just allow chance to control your life. Allow faith. Allow the word of God. Don't let anything happen to you or not happen to you by chance. Are you with me? Amen. We're called to prepare. I perceive in my spirit that God has a lot of exciting things in store for us in 2015. I believe it for my own personal life, and I want to believe that for you, or else I won't be here. Amen? I tell you what, as we are bringing 2014 to a close, we have how many more days, three more days? Let the party begin. The God that has kept you this far will continue to keep you in the name of Jesus. Amen? Come on. The God that has kept you, kept you alive this far, he is able to keep you that you will see a new day. New days are coming for us in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, for us as a church, for us as a network, new days are coming. I'm telling you in the name of Jesus, we will experience things that we have never experienced before in Jesus' name. It's going to be full of goodness. It's going to be testimonies upon testimonies upon testimony. People need to hear. I need to see that we serve a living God. Hallelujah. A God who is full of power, full of grace, full of love. Amen. And a God who is able to do all things for us in Jesus' name. Let me prepare you through some scriptures. It's all about, you know, like I said, don't wait for things to happen to you by chance or things not to happen to you by chance and stuff like that. You know, prepare, prepare, believe God. You know, it's a good time to reflect, isn't it? As we come to the end of a year, it's a good time to reflect. I've been reflect, reflecting myself, amen, but it's been good. I thank God for what God has done for me. There's a lot of, been a, 2014 for me has been a lot of challenges, but there's been victory, Amen. A lot of challenges, a lot of victory, a lot of things I can celebrate. I can celebrate my life. I can celebrate my family. I can celebrate that my son graduated. Hallelujah. That was a big one for us in our, in our because my, 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 please don't tell my wife this until she saw, I tell you, my, 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 I have a wonderful son, my only son, wonderful guy. Hallelujah. Wonderful. He's the most 
You know, Joshua is so gentle, so laid back, not like me. He decided in his third year that he's going to live from home. Want to save money and he wants to eat. He said two things, I want to save money and I want to eat proper food. <laughs> so he decided to go to Kent. That's where he was from home. And every morning we wake him up, Joshua, any lecture today? No. <laughs> lecture today? No. And my wife said, are you sure this guy's university? <laughs> Lecture today? No. Exam today? No. <laughs> Finally, was it June when results were out? I said, are you sure you went to show me your result? It's not through yet. Where's your result? It's not through yet. Until eventually, my mom, I said my mom, my wife said, I want to see the 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 don't just show me paper. I want to see the real thing. Until she saw the real thing, she concluded that, ah, praise God, this my son has graduated. <laughs> so he has graduated, praise God. And he did well as well. Oh, I can, I can go on about my son. My son, for the first, first time, as an adult, we went on missions, went to a, a youth, youth conference. I was preaching, and he was preaching as well, you know, at a youth conference in, in, in Nairobi, in Kenya, just this month. And um, I have, when I go on this particular airline, I have a good friend who always, you know, I buy the cargo class. Amen. They're not so good class, but they always upgrade me. And there's a team of us. So my friend said to me, I can only upgrade one of you. Okay? So that also disqualifies people that are not my family. So my son said, this guy is my dad. There is no way you would upgrade this guy who is my dad and leave me somewhere else. He's my dad. Wherever he sits, I sit. Wherever he goes, I go. Whatever you do. I tell you, my son insisted that there's no way. He must be upgraded. So my friend had no choice. But to upgrade him to business class. And you know, there's a different life. Please try and go there in 2015. <laughs> if you haven't been there before 2015, you will go there. Can I hear a big amen? It's a good, I'll tell you what, it's a good life. Amen. They don't even allow you to see before they take your coat. You see, all, all, if you go cargo class, you know, you have to put your, your coat in. You understand? You have, to, you have to put it up there and you have to, you know, but in business class, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You put it with your cargo as well. Wherever the cargo is, there your coat goes as well. Wherever your cargo is, there your coat goes. But with business class, you know, they actually help you hang. Everybody say hang. Yeah, they hang. So, um, you know, I, I went to, I went to, uh, and the toilets are different as well. So as we sat down, I just said, okay, let me quickly go and ease myself and be before I came back, you know what they do? They serve you with drinks. And as I got back, I saw my son with a glass of champagne. <laughs> it's okay, he's 22. It's all right. I said, what are you doing? He said, he said Dad, take me, take me, take me, take me, take me. Take me. So I said, what for? He said, just take me, take me. Remember, this was before the, before the, 
As you go to cargo class, they tell you immediately, switch off your phone now. <laughs> now, switch it off now. But in other class, you can do what you want. So my son said, take me. So I took him. And you know what he did? He sent it to the rest of the people. <laughs> in the cargo class. He said, enjoy your flight. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. So I tell you what. Oh, but more than that, just to see my son, I tell you, just to see my son. I've been hearing so many things about my son in university. But to see my son minister, wow. Oh, to see my son minister. I had to, there was a time I had to run away. Because I was seeing myself, the way it was shot. I said, everybody get up. I thought, my God. I was seeing myself. But it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. May God continue to give us good children in Jesus' name. Can you hear a big amen? Amen. amen? amen. Prepare for more is what we are talking about this morning. We really want to thank God for 2014, but we're looking forward to 2015. Amen? And that's why I'm asking you to prepare. Amen? Prepare. Let God drop into your spirit some Holy Ghost agendas. Amen? We don't live by chance, we live by faith. And we know that faith comes by the word. Therefore, we want to allow God to begin to drop some Holy Ghost agendas into our spirit. Where is God taking you? We all have good wishes and good dreams and good prayers for our children. Don't you think God has something in store for you? You know, a new year is an opportunity to think, to pray, to reflect, to ask, and to strategize. Because new speaks of first time, something to discover. And I believe there's something that God wants to do for you for the first time in your life in 2015. Amen? I believe it. And we have so many promises in the Bible that speaks about, about new. Let me, give you, let me give you one or two. Come with me before I come to the main meat of our message. Come with me to the book of Isaiah. Let me just show you some of the promises that God has for us through his word. Isaiah 43. Verse 18. The Bible says, do not remember the former things. Okay? We're saying bye-bye. Bye-bye. Next three days, we're saying bye-bye to 2014. Do not remember the former things. Nor consider the things of old. And this is the promise of the Lord to everybody here today. God says, behold, look, behold, look, look. Look with intentions. The Bible says, behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will know it in the name of Jesus. I will know it. You know, for me, uh, there's so many things that I'm, I'm, I'm thanking God for, believing God for, want to do in my life 
things that would honor the name of God, things that would glorify his name, things that would expand his kingdom, expand the territory of, of Christianity in, in, in this nation and many nations. But the reason why I'm excited because I was, in a, I was, I was ministering in a conference in, 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 in Nairobi, sometimes in May. And I remember I got there... I got there the day that I was meant to minister. That I got there on a Monday morning and I was, you know, just taken from, from, from the hotel to the apartment that I stay. And I was given two hours to just refresh myself and somebody would come and pick me up. And when I got there, and it's a conference where I know many of these guys. I know a lot of these guys that minister at this conference. And they said to me, the guy that just took the last session, he's just been saying some great things and there was not enough time for him to finish it. They said, Tyre, please, would you just let your session go? Please, this guy, you know, you'll be blessed. You really will be blessed. Can you, can you let it go? And um, the host of the conference said, no, 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 I don't care what, what, what he's got to say, but Tyre came all the way from London, therefore he's got to preach. But I just thought, come on, preaching 45 minutes, I can let that go. So I said, no problem. I'll let this man preach. I have never met this man before. Never seen him in my life. He's a man of God from, from, from Uganda, came to minister in Nairobi. And while he was preaching, the first 10 minutes of his preaching, I kind of liked the things he was saying. Wow, wow I can enjoy this man. He was, you know, he was, he was really good, really good. Saying things that would normally say in this church, discipleship and stuff like that. So I thought... Let me check out. You know what we do as pastors, but I won't encourage you to do this in church, that I took out my mobile phone and I quickly texted a friend of mine in London, a Ugandan pastor. I said, do you know this man? Who is he? And within two minutes, I got a response back. My friend said to me, watch out for that man. He is a prophet. And within two minutes of that response, I just heard, Pastor Tayo! And I thought, oh my God, he's going to rebuke me for playing with my phone while he's preaching. But he wasn't. He asked me to stand. And I tell you what, now we all know the prophetic ministry and it's, we thank God for it because it's a, it's, a, it's a ministry that inspires and encourages and lifts you up and really, really. And I tell you what, this man said everything about my life. And after he finished telling me everything about my life, he began to tell me what God is going to do in 2015. And I tell you, he doesn't know me. And I could, you know, we have the gift of discernment and we test, like the Bible says, we test every prophetic word. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not silly. I don't just jump at every prophetic word. But I know that this man was speaking from the Lord. And he said some amazing big things. Oh, hallelujah. Some amazing big things that God is going to do in my life in 2015. And therefore, I'm on this preparation, preparing my heart, preparing my spirit, thanking the Lord, rejoicing, preparing myself. Because I know, I know that 2015 is going to be great in Jesus' name. And I believe the same for you. That's why I'm here today. I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. Forget all the challenges and all the trials and whatever has happened to you. Let's look forward 
to a brand new year. Let me give you another scripture. Philippians, you know these things. You know these things. But let me remind you. Let me remind you what the Bible says. Philippians chapter 3. This is Paul. He's talking about his own goal of laying hold of the power of God in his own life. And whatever you have called to lay hold, we can use the same principle. Whatever God has called you to, to do or whatever God is asking you to do or whatever, whatever you are seeing concerning your life, we can use the same principle. Amen. We're called to look forward, aren't we? We look forward. We're looking forward to the things that God is going to do. Verse 30 says, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. Okay? Apprehended. Which means I've not laid hold of it yet. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things, hallelujah, which are ahead. I say that again. I, 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 um, um, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward, striving forward. What is your year going to look like? Striving forward to those things which are ahead. I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. There's things to conquer. There's promises that need to be fulfilled. There's places we're going to go. There's things to get. There's things to achieve in the name of Jesus. And it's all about planning. It's all about preparing. It's all about praying. It's all about receiving and perceiving what God has in store for you. God has something in store for each and every one of us. Amen. I refuse to be a child of chance. Amen. I refuse. Amen. Amen. I perceive things in the spirit. I, you know, see, I don't know about you, but what keeps me going is, is my perception and the revelation of the things that I see in the spirit. When I know that something is true, you can't stop me. Amen. When I know something is true. When I know something is true. Amen. When I know something is of God, don't even try and stop me. Don't even challenge me. Amen. I will believe to the end. When I know something is a promise of God, when I know that something is true, amen, and when there's many witnesses or so many confirmations in my spirit that this is what God is doing, this is what God is saying, nothing, nothing will stop me. Nothing. Amen. Nothing. I don't care. Let the devil come down. won't stop me. Because I know that God's words are true. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? It's the truth. It's the truth. That's how I live my life. Once there's a conviction in my heart. Amen. Some of you know my story. Once I, once I receive it, and that's how God walks with me. The word comes. The word comes. There's a, you know, God speaks to me through his word. And once I know that word is not just something I, you know, 
I just, you know, you know, but something that God gave me and, and came as a rhema into my life and I know that this is the word of God, nothing will stop me. Nothing. I will pray, 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 wait, pray, wait, pray, wait, wait, pray, stand, stand, sit until that word comes to pass. Amen. You know, okay, I'll come to that in a minute. Come with me. Let me, let me show you how does this thing work. Come with me to Isaiah. Let me show you how... how how we're called to prepare. Let me show you. Isaiah 54. Let me show you. We're going to prepare for great things. You know, we're a church of great things. Amen? We're not a church of small things. We're a church of great things. We, we believe God for great things. We believe God for the nations. We believe God for all kinds of things. We're the people of great things. Amen. I'm looking at Isaiah 54. Let me show you how this works and the word that God has asked me to speak to you this afternoon. Isaiah 54. I don't know whether you know the story. This is a story of a nation finding themselves in captivity. This is not the plans. It's just like somebody looking at their life and, and you know. Have you ever been there before? You know, you know you know this is not the plans of God for my life. Have you ever been there before? You, 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 you look at where you are, you look at your circumstances, you look at your situation, and you know this is not God's plan for your life. This is, this is you know, hallelujah. You, you understand? You just, you just know. And this is exactly what was happening here. Found themselves, this is a, a, a nation that God had, I mean, you, 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 you understand the history from the hands of Moses, you know, gave them a breakthrough, took them through the wilderness, across the Red Sea, across the Jordan, through the hand of, 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 of Joshua, settled them, settled them down in their own land. And then suddenly, because of sin and mistakes that God's people made, they, they, they found themselves in a, in, in a foreign land, in Babylon. But one thing I know about God, that God won't leave us in places that he has not desired for our lives. Are you with me? He wants us to experience things that would honor his name. He won't. Amen. You see, God is more concerned about his own name more than we are concerned. Amen. He is, isn't he? He's more concerned about the honor that is due to his name more than you and I are concerned. Amen. He wants us to be a testimony, a light, that people can ask us questions, why are you the way you are? Amen. Why are you always smiling? Amen. Why are you always dancing? I've noticed lately that, every, this is the song of my, of my wife toying lately, every time she goes away, it's thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, because we are experiencing breakthroughs. So there's a song on her heart. Hallelujah. And my wife is, not that she, she doesn't smile, but she's smiling more. Amen. And we're happy more. Because of the goodness of God towards our lives. And I'll tell you that challenge in a minute. But Israel was, where they were, it's like, it's like, it's like reading, reading the Torah, and this is what God has promised, I will be your God, I will be everything, and here they are in the land of captivity. This is not what God planned for them. 
couldn't worship the, the way they're supposed to worship, couldn't express their love for God in worship the way they were supposed to because they were in bondage. You know the story. Everything was denied. Amen. And the enemy thinks he's winning. Because everything that was supposed to happen to them was being denied because they were in the land of captivity. And I tell you in the name of Jesus that when you find yourself in those situations, God always breaks through. Boom. Oh, hallelujah. And have you ever been there before? Come on, it will happen. That go, boom, God will just, boom, just, just break through. God breaks through into your world. God breaks through into your situation. That's the way God operates with me. God just, boom, and your confession begins to change. Amen. Your confession. Hallelujah. And what happened? God just, it's like, it's like, God, God just came, boom, and says, sing, go barren. What? Sing. Baroness talks about infertility. Don't have. And God is saying, sing. You know, singing is an expression of joy. Oh, you know, I come from a culture that likes singing and dancing. Oh, yes. Uh, any, any opportunity. I don't know about you, but for us, where I come from, we can sing on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I tell you. And, and, and it still happens in Nigeria. Any opportunity. Amen. When you find your chicken, you dance. Just dance. I'm telling you. We, we, I, 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 look, it's only, I don't know any, any culture where if you get married, it's a four-day ceremony. I don't know any other culture. Hallelujah. Introduction, engagement, the, the marriage itself, and then the, the, the Thanksgiving service. Four days. Four days. It still happens. Amen. Introduction. You know, engagement, introduction, marriage. Party after, no, party after the marriage. Thanksgiving after the, hallelujah. And then nine months time as well, the, the arrival of the baby. <laughs> Who would like to sing and dance? You know, singing is an expression of joy. But also when you sing, it takes, I, I don't know, probably, I, I don't know, but, but probably when we were young as well, we, we, we took our mind off everything by going to parties. I don't know. We just dance and dance. We would dance, 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 dance. Ah, I've got an exam tomorrow. Then you continue to dance. <laughs> Did I read? No, I didn't. You continue to dance. <laughs> You understand? We just like to dance. Just like to dance. You dance, you know. There's different one, I don't, can't remember. I'm lost with all those things. After 20 years as a believer, there's a, I don't know whether it's Kula and the gang says you will dance. No, actually, I, I remember. It's, um, it's Lionel Richie. It says you dance your sorrow. Have you ever heard this song all night long? Go, re, go, go listen. Dance your sorrows away. That's what we used to do. We dance our sorrows away. And I remember tomorrow... <laughs> But I'm talking about, you know, singing and dancing as a believer. When God calls you to dance, when God calls you to sing, it means a breakthrough is around the corner for you in the name of Jesus. I tell you, child of God, God is calling us to dance those crazy dance. Because something is coming our way. Something is coming. I perceive it in the name of Jesus. 
Amen. Come on. I was a single baron. Which means take your, take your focus off the need of your life. Take your focus off the shame of your life. Take your focus off the emptiness. And what you think God is not doing. Take your eyes off it. And begin to worship me. Do I have any worshippers in the house this morning? Worshippers of God. You know, we create an environment every time we worship God. You know, worship is powerful. Because we create an environment. Hallelujah. You create an environment. And we begin to sing and begin to praise. And begin to honor the name of the Lord. God called us. and I believe God is saying the same thing. Dance. Sing. Sing. Amen. Where they're singing, they will be dancing. When people sing, people dance. They sing. You who have not born. It says, break forth. Break out. Amen. You know, I've always said this. In my life, I have, it's, it's actually, I'm reducing it. I have just sometimes one minute of, 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 of depression. You know, so why is this not happening? Why is this not oh, Oh, I need this. Oh, I break out of it. Hallelujah. You snap out. We all like that. Come on. We have some crap. Oh, why is this thing not happening to me? Oh, where's my, where's this? Oh, I need money. Oh, but I don't allow, one minute is enough for me. Then I snap out of it. Oh, hallelujah. Don't, don't, go, don't go to bed depressed. Then. No, no. I snap out. And I begin to remember my God. I begin to remember whose son I am. Hallelujah. I remember who I committed my life to 25 years ago. I snap out of it. What the Bible says. Don't allow the spirit of depression. Just, 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 you know, gotta make a conscious decision to break out of it. My God is bigger than debt. My God is bigger than this. My God is bigger than anything. My God is bigger than any challenge that the devil can throw at my life. The Bible says, break forth into singing. And cry. I like that word because cry here is not just the word cry with tears. The understanding behind this is to call. You know, it's like a desperate man or woman that is calling to God. Calling to God. You know, do you know? Ah, you know, I can give you stories. And sometimes, sometimes the background, you know, the background where some of us have come from, we have seen both, you know, but we know the genuine stuff. We have seen the part of the demonic. I'm telling you, you know, when you go to school and all this kind of stuff, you, know, you, see, you see all these things. You see all these things. You, you encounter witches and stuff as school children. Understand? So we understand. We understand how they chant and how they call things forth. But we're talking about the genuine stuff right now. When a desperate heart begins to call forth the things of God. Are you with me? When you begin to cry aloud in singing to God. Don't you think God can hear the desperation of a man's heart? God can and he will in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. He said, break forth into singing and cry aloud. Which means call unto your God. You who have not labored with child. Which means you who nothing, nothing 
seems to go right in your life. Everything seems to be go wrong, go, going wrong. Nothing seems to happen to you. Now is the time to call upon your God because our God will break through into your situation. Never had the privilege to enjoy something new. I would say break forth into singing. You who have not labored with child, then the, the prophecy comes. The prophecy comes for more. It's powerful. How do you, how do you understand that? More. Somebody who has nothing. 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 For more are the children of the desolate. Amen. My frustration is for one minute. But after that, I break out of it. The Bible says, for more, it's a prophecy, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. You know what that is? You just wait and watch compared to what you see what I'm about to do to your life. Amen. I'm telling you. You know, Oh, thank you, Jesus. There's many reasons. I've shared the story probably seven years ago when God gave us a breakthrough by acquiring a building in Hackney. And seven years for me was like seven years of, of trials and difficulty. I fought with lawyers. I fought with counsel. I fought with everybody that you can fight with. I fought with. No breakthrough. No breakthrough. But I remember the promise that God gave me. Actually, the, the word that God gave me when we acquired that building, I still remember, was Luke 11. And the promise, the prayer there was the man that went knocking on the door for bread. And the Bible says he didn't get up because he was a friend, but because he was a nuisance. And sometimes when it comes to the things of God, I can be a Holy Ghost, you know, can be a nuisance. Permit me. But when I know that something is of God, that's me. I will knock on and knock and knock and knock and bang and bang and bang and bang until that thing happens. And that's what actually happened. Was it July after seven years? I won't go into the details, but there's a lot of story behind this of the breakthrough, how the, what the breakthrough was, but I can't go because of time. I won't give you the details but there was a major breakthrough, major breakthrough that came out of prayer. And God began to show me things. And I began to pray. And within one week, things began to happen. Now, in about three days' time, we shall be celebrating in that completed building. After seven years of praying. It's all been built. It's all been done. It's all been renovated. Everything's now ready. Amen. What am I saying here? Is that persistency and not giving up because there's a promise that came from God. Amen. God made a promise here that the children of the desolate are more than the children of the married woman. So what are we called to do? Three things I'm going to leave with you. Three things. 
Three things. The first thing is that God gives you the ability to sing and to pray. It's a divine strength. Ask him for it. Ask him. The Bible says when you are weak, then you are strong. If you find yourself in situations where you feel so, ask him for strength. The Bible says that those who wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. Amen. Come on, we need the strength of an eagle. I've ever seen an, you know, I've ever seen an eagle flapping it. You, no, 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 no. I know we don't see many, but you don't see eagles flapping their wings. You know, I tried it. I, I don't know. You know, when I was young, my, my, my mother used to have a, 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 a medium-sized poultry, and I was into birds. I don't know how I was, seven or eight in Nigeria. Then I took one of her chickens, I took it all the way upstairs, and I threw it. The thing couldn't fly. I didn't know. I just threw the, the thing broke. It's like, so the, the, you know, this is how the chicken, until we, until, sorry. I was going to say until we kill, no, no. We don't kill chickens in Nigeria. We eat them. <laughs> they think, I tell you, the big, you know, big thing just threw the thing down. Thought it would just at least, you know, bit of flap the wings, couldn't flap his wings. And then went like this. And then, you know, the, 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 every day we walk like this. I broke the leg. I, I couldn't. I don't know about you. Are there some things, you know, I tell my mom, there's some things I need to tell you before you die. <laughs> don't worry, my mom is nearly 80, so I can, use, I can use that word. There's some things, you know. Every time I say, I, there's some things I tell her, she says, it's a lie. Say, it's true. This one I've not told her, so please don't tell her. The last time I saw her in May, I told her, I said, uh, you see, you know, when we were young, you know, some of us, we started driving very, very, very young, 15, 16, where we were, we were, can I use the word, even though it's stealing, but we used to take our parents' car, all right? We didn't steal it, we took it. And my mom, she would say, both the duplicate key, which my mom used to travel a lot, she would say the duplicate key and the, 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 the original key is in her bag. I said, look at this woman. The only key I did not have, I'll tell you, God help us. The only key I did not have was the key to the petrol tank. So before we get to the petrol tank, we would unscrew it. So I told her, I told her, now we are old, come on. We're old, we can talk to mama now. If I told her that, she would say, so I told her, I said, do you remember your car? Say every weekend when you used to travel, your car would also travel as well. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lie, it's not a lie, you think. One day, uh, no, no, uh, don't let me, don't let me tell you tricks. Do you know how we used to copy the key? Should I tell you? Some of you in Nigeria, you know. <laughs> let me tell you what all these guys, all those guys my age, what they used to do. You take a bar of soap, that's what you do, a bar of soap, put the key there and take it to the, to the uh, key cutter. They will cut it for you. Don't tell anybody. That's what, that's what they used to do. You just take the key, put it there, and it will come out correct. So you have your own key. Anyway, cut a long story short. I used to, so every time I go home, I will tell my mom, you remember this one? It's me. That said, it's a lie. So my mom used to worry. She used to worry, why is this chicken walking like this? So when I say, I will tell her, you know that chicken that used to walk? It's me. Ability. 
Second thing is in verse 2. The Bible says, enlarge the place of your tent. What's that? God is asking you to enlarge your capacity. Can you make room for more? In your heart? In your life? In your home? In your business? In your cell? In your ministry? Remember, this is by faith. Nothing is happening in the natural. But it's all happening in the spiritual. I'm sure people, I, I, I like this. I like this. But it says, enlarge the place of your tent. And it says, and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. It's like, as we say, this way, more. And, and they're looking at, where are we going to put them? I said, more. Where are we going to put them? I said, more. Is this enough? More. Stretch it. Amen. Are you with me? Is this not? Stretch it. Somebody asked me, I've got so many bank accounts, and somebody asked me, I was actually, I don't know, it was one of those supermarkets, and I was looking for the right one, where the right money is to pay, and I've got so many. And the woman said, why have you got so many cards? I said, I'm believing God for a breakthrough, all these accounts. (laughs) You don't understand. The kind of money I'm believing God for, one bank can't deal with it. One bank can't deal with the money I'm looking for. Yeah, come on. I don't know about you. You got one back. That's up to you. But for me, the kind of money I'm dealing with, hallelujah, I need about seven bank managers that will sit with me. <laughs> Amen. One bank manager is not it. I'm telling you, not enough because I would do the heading. So I need seven of them to understand the level of my wealth. So, but she couldn't get it. I said, I need, I need, it's a breakthrough. You see that, that bank, that bank, that I've got seven major banks because I'm looking for a breakthrough. Hallelujah. Come on. Have you got room for more in your life? Prepare for more. Seriously. The Bible says, enlarge the place of your tent. And let them. Uh, see, I, 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 I have, look, uh, that's why I thank God for my son. He ain't, he ain't taking no nonsense. I, I, I've spoiled him because he now thinks that when you go on mission, you always get business class. Now, that's a wrong. I've taught him. Say, oh, boy, it doesn't always happen like that. Oh. Just in case God sends you, you might need to endure as well. Amen. But you know what? It's what they see. The Bible says, and let them stretch out curtains of your dwelling. Amen. Let them, see, I have learned and I teach people around me, never speak in a negative way. Amen. Never. I, you, you, trust me, I don't, I, I don't care who you are. I don't allow anybody or anything, don't even try. I told the story of one woman that came to a bus and the baby was there and the woman looked at the baby, see how people come to her and say, you little, little, little devil, little, little, little devil, oh, you little. And the mom just stood there and said, and I thought, my God, what are you doing? What are you doing? Speaking the words. Can you imagine? And then the, 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 it was a boy, the boy grows up, becomes a rascal and then we wonder what happened. That's where it started. Somebody you don't know, just get you little, little, little devil. Yeah, yeah. And the boy, little, 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 little devil. Try that with my child, I'll slap you, phone. Oh, devil. Oh, call my child, devil. Can you call my child, devil? Understand? People just, I don't know. You understand? You understand? You walk into and say, good morning, what is good about it? It might not be good for you, but for me it's good. Amen. Amen. Come on, people. 
Uh, my, my, my day is not determined whether by snow or by, hallelujah. My day is determined by the word of the Lord. Not by, not by the weather. Come on. Are you with me? See, don't allow people. The Bible says, let them, let them. You've got to allow people to do what you want by speaking the words you want over their lives. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says, don't, you know, do not spare. Lengthen your cords. Stretch your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left. And your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. The next thing I see there, I see this in this scripture. And this is for us as a network. That God is going to give us many facilities, buildings. I think what has happened to us will be a breakthrough around the network. That we're going to see many, many more buildings that we're going to use for the glory of God. I believe it. I believe it. God is asking us as a church, as a network. We're coming to the end of 2014. Let's prepare for big things. Allow your mind to dream. Dream big. Amen. Dream big. Amen. You know, it's too late for anybody to stop me now. Amen. Dream big. I hate anything to do with small. I like to dream big because I know my God is a big God. Amen. And I tell you, God is going to do it for us. And God is asking you as well, plan. Plan. Prepare. What do you want your 2015 to look like? Don't wait for chance. Don't wait for chance. Prepare yourself. Allow the Holy Spirit to drop ideas into your spirit. Begin to ask him, oh God, what do you want? What do you want me to do? Where are you sending me? What are you asking me to do? Allow him to begin to drop those thoughts into your spirit and then begin to prepare accordingly. Remember, the Bible says, sing, O barren. It is not where you are today that really counts. It's about where you are going. Where you are going. And it's about who you know. And if you know God, all things are possible to him that believes. I want to believe that scripture literally. Don't even put any addition. Possible means possible. All things are possible to him that believes. And I want to believe God for everything concerning my life, concerning my future, concerning my family, concerning my ministry. I want to believe God for everything in the name of Jesus. Let's minister to the Lord for a few minutes before we close. Let's stand to our feet. Holy Spirit, just ask him to come right now. Just ask him to come. There's an open heaven here. We're going to ask him to come. Just ask him to come. Ask him to drop something into your spirit. Ask him right now. Come on, church. Ask him to drop something in your spirit. Holy Spirit, we thank you for a new year. We thank you for a new year that is just around the corner. We thank you for a new season, a new day. Behold, I do new things. I do new things. Thank you, Father. Do we have a song? Let's sing a song as we close this afternoon.
That's right. Make it a confession this afternoon. Say Christ. Christ. Oh Jesus. Christ. to say and it that is have a good 2015 in Jesus name God bless you